finding and sticking with your master list of techniques. So, this is kind of a simple idea, but it has very powerful significance. Um, And it comes down to, and basically the idea is to find a technique that works for whatever it is you're trying to do. In whatever situation that technique needs to be applied into. And use it as an anchor. As an anchor to, to towards reality. Right? So, for instance, to give an example. If you need a technique to calm down, you you can... Try multiple different techniques. Try multiple different uh, techniques, you know, that might have to do with breathing or some other kind of form like this. And to use those techniques, to notice, first off, notice when you are not calm and then use that information to... Do the technique, whether that be deep breathing or whatever the technique is. You're the point of doing this over and over and over because you're you, you know, if you do this once, you know it's one it's one thing, it's cool, it's useful. But if you do it multiple times and it gets set in your memory by repetition, it becomes something different. Now it becomes something that can almost become automatic if you do it right. Um, And the problem is that the because emotions, strong emotions in people make them less aware, less aware of what's actually happening inside but less aware of what's actually going on around them and things like this, they they won't follow through. They won't even necessarily even do the technique at the time. And so this has to be something that you practice doing. And so it is best done and started and repeated in calmer moments when you feel something coming on, which you know, and which means you, you become aware. You become aware of what's happening. You become aware of why it's happening, this kind of thing. Well, not even necessarily why, why it's happening. You know, why it's happening isn't really that important, to be honest with you. Um, it can help you to understand the things, but it really isn't all that important, to be honest with you. Um, it's something that I've become aware of. I used to believe that you have to become aware of why something is happening, but it's really not the case. And honestly, if you become, if you try to become aware of why something happens, like, oh, why why did this happen? Why did this happen? Or what, what caused this? What caused that? What caused that? There's a couple problems that happens when you do this. Number one is it justifies within your own mind the position that you have emotionally, 
uh, instinctually, whatever it is, right? Number two is you can kind of go down this rabbit hole of whys or the rabbit hole of what's, right? What caused this? Why? Why is this happening? What is causing this to happen? This kind of thing. And when, and so the, the, you go down this like rabbit hole of what and why. And while that might give you some interesting information, it's really not as important as the techniques themselves that can help you to actually get to a different state of mind. Whether that be silence or calmness or whatever it is you're trying to do to balance these whys, balance these emotions, balance whatever it is that you're trying to balance, whatever it is that you're trying to do, right? The whys and the whats. They only, they only go you so far anyways before you, you really start losing steam. You start, like, almost kind of like... It's kind of like what you end up having, having is... It's like, it's like if you're going... Uh, let's say you're looking through something, right? Let's say you're looking... You, you have a very large pile of something... Uh, and so you're looking through it, you're looking through it, you're looking through it. And you're not throwing things um, to the side or anything. You're just looking through it. The more you look, the more difficult it is to find anything. Because it's like, it's all connected together. It's all kind of like sitting there. It's hard to differentiate one thing from another, this kind of thing. And so that's kind of what can happen if you ask why too many times. If you get stuck in that wire trap, you become you can become overwhelmed by it. You can become overly uh, stuck in that trap of why. Why is this happening? What is causing this? Um, when really, it might be easier for you to just instead of asking why. You do something about the thing itself. You do a technique. You decide to... Instead of asking, why am I not calm in this moment? What is causing this, this kind of thing? You do something about this why. Um, and an interesting example of like the, this... Because the idea is basically you're trying to find the root cause of, what you're doing, of why this is happening, right? So imagine it this way, right? If you were given ten billion dollars to deal with an earth uh, to 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 deal with um, the repercussions of earthquakes in a city, let's say you're, you're trying to uh, stop the earthquakes from damaging the city, what would you do? Would you try to stop the earthquake? Would you find out the cause of the earthquake and deal with it that way, or would you find a way of working with the earthquake as it's happening? Therefore building things so that it works with the earthquake and rather than against it. And so maybe the, the idea is to make buildings less rigid or whatever it is, right? Whatever, whatever it requires, rather than asking what and why and this kind of thing. Those questions can still be important in that process, but you're 
looking at this from a more applicable, if that's a word you can use, standpoint, it's more applicable, it's more practical in that way. You're, you're actually doing something to mitigate the uh, earthquakes effects, if that makes any sense. And that may not have anything to do with stopping earthquakes. It probably has more to do with you know, changing the way buildings are built and this kind of thing. And so and the same thing is true here, right? Instead of trying to mitigate emotions or mitigate or just slow down or to get rid of whatever it is, um, you find techniques that work to deal with the symptoms, not the cause. Is the cause important? Maybe, but you're not going to be able to, you know, imagine it this way, right? If you're, um, let's say you're in a situation, right? You're emotional. If you, let's say this is happening and you are looking for the cause, 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 cause. Why is this happening? What is causing this? What is causing that? What is causing that? Right? You're not really fixing the emotion, you're not really doing anything to stop the, the emotion. The, the emotion is controlling you and this kind of thing. And so what, what is the response at that point? Is it to ask why? Is it to ask what? Or is it to do something that works? Which means do a technique and this technique could be anything but probably should be something that is less about rationality and reasoning and more about like the physical body something like deep breathing or something like you could do rationality but it has to work and honestly most people don't know how to do rationality with emotions anyways um because it, cause it doesn't really work. Because emotions are co-opting your rationality. I've talked about this before in the episode that I did the other day. Um, the last episode, what was it called? I forget what I called it. But anyways, let me think. Let me look what it's called. So that I can actually tell you what it's actually called. The episode was called, Why Do You Think You're Right? How Your Rationality is Controlled by Your Emotions. Um, very insightful, profound episode. Um, and yeah, like your, your mind is going to probably be unwilling to face that truth that the episode is bringing you. Maybe that truth is exaggerated. Maybe we can say, well, there are some parts that are wrong here and here and here. But I think the basic element of this is correct, right? And so if you're using rationality to control these things, it's not really going to do anything. Maybe it'll kind of partially do it, but it'll be very minimal. So what you have to find is a master list of techniques. Find two or three basic techniques that work. 
for these situations when it comes to when to, to give an example of emotions, right? Um maybe the answer maybe what if it's not emotions? What if it's something else? What if it's like you're attempting to you balance yourself. Maybe you're a little bit too addicted to something and you want to balance yourself. What is, what is the technique? What is the technique that you could do? Like an actual thing that you could do? And the answer is, well, there's a couple of answers depending on what, what you mean by this. But like say you're balancing. To give an example, like let's say you are a person who is addicted to being on their phone. It's really a, um, not an uncommon problem and in fact I'd say that it's it would be more surprising if people were not addicted to their phone to be honest with you but anyways um so how do you fix this problem what do you do what is the thing that you would do if you're dealing with this problem and the answer you know I've talked about this before in another episode that I did recently moderately recently and the answer is find a competing interest, something that you've wanted to do but haven't really done because your focus is the phone, your addiction is the phone. Maybe, not, maybe you're not even addicted to the phone, you're just on the phone a lot, whatever it is. So maybe the answer is to find a competing interest. What if you, what if you wanted to do but you haven't done because you have been on your phone or whatever it is? Um, another thing you can learn how to do is to sit with yourself in silence. And I might do an episode on this, but it's really not about it's, you, you could you can meditate when you're in that silent place, but it really is important to do this. In fact, I, if anything, I think it t- takes away from the naturality of the silence, if that makes any sense. And so really, when you are doing this, when I, when I do this, at least when I sit in the silence and I just sit and I just let things happen as they're happening, I, what I usually do is I just let what happen, what's happening happen. Your mind saying something, just let it say what it's saying. It'll go through all kinds of reveries, and it'll go through all kinds of ideas, and it'll go through fantasies of the future or whatever it is, right? And you're just watching this. You're letting it happen. You're not going to control this as much as you think you're going to control this. I mean, there's some control, to be honest with you. Um, We could talk about free will versus not free will. You can kind of control it, but it's not going to be enough. To control your mind. Like, you know, people tell you, like, oh, silence your mind and be in thoughtlessness. It's like, well, yeah, that's not really going to be a possibility. I mean, you can kind of do it, but it's not, it's not quite the same. <laughs> it's not going to really be all that, all that absolute. But, anyways, so techniques, find your techniques, find your master list of techniques for. In any situation or anything that you're trying to do, what is it that you want to do in life? 
find a technique for that thing. That technique is going to be your anchor. You got to remember to, and this is why I say probably stick to at least two or three at first. Because if you do more than that, you'll, you won't really remember all of them. But if you stick to two or three and keep doing those over and over and over again, it's kind of like anchors to help you remember uh, like what the, what you're actually doing and why and this kind of thing. Then you can actually start to make it a habit. And once you make it a habit, it becomes something that you do almost automatically eventually. Over years, perhaps, but... You know, that's the, the idea, the possibility. And so you start with three until you get those to be automatic. And then you move up. If you want to. If that is suitable and useful. Anyways, hope you enjoy this episode and I will talk to you in the next one.